So if you are brand new here, I'm reading from the Care Package book, A Path to Deep Healing. I released this book June 4th, 2018. It is a five-star book on Amazon, uh, international bestseller. Book has really impacted a lot of people. I'm actually about to uh, check Amazon. Uh, book. I'm about to check Amazon right now and see uh, what the how many reviews it has right now, just so I can make sure I'm giving you accurate, up to date. It has 178 reviews. So if you guys have read the Care Package book, let's get that thing to 200 reviews. That would be, uh, that would definitely be a personal milestone for me. Yeah, let's get that thing to uh, 200 reviews. That's 22 reviews between now and whenever you guys organically do it. Uh, look, if you love the book and you want to leave a review, shoot me a, a screenshot of it. We'd love to see your thoughts. We'd love to see uh, your thoughts. I'm going to read the most recent review. Hopefully, it's a decent one. Okay, the most re recent review is on March 22nd. That would be a couple days ago from Melissa. She says, this is the best book I own. It's a verified purchase. Uh, this book has helped me so much. At first, a friend recommended it, and I thought I didn't need it, but boy, was I wrong. <laughs> it inspired me to keep healing, growing, learning, and help me view things differently. We'll be reading it more than once. Uh, you won't regret buying this book. The next um, review also left on the 22nd. This person didn't leave their name. We'll just refer to them as Amazon customer. <laughs> uh, verified purchase. They said, beautiful book for anyone who is looking to facilitate some healing. Highly recommend it. Cool. So my friends, um, if you cannot tell, if you, you've been listening, what I like to do is I really go with what caused me in the moment as far as what I'm presenting to you or what, I, what I'm giving to you, what type of content I'm giving to you. Some of my podcasts have been 10 minutes. Some have been 30. Some have been 40. I mean, they all vary. This one right here, I don't have a set in my head. I don't have a timestamp that I'm looking for. Um, but I definitely want to bring you value today. I definitely intend for this podcast to be one of the ones you can listen to, you know, when you're in the car riding or maybe you're just out for a walk. So there's two things I'm going to do for you in this podcast. On this episode, I will not yell. I will not scream. You know, sometimes I get excited and I get my, my motivational speaker voice going and I will not be doing that voice today. If you want to catch some of that, catch episode 14. This episode, episode 15, will be about staying in the moment. All right, let's dive right in. If you have the Care Package book, you can flip to page... Uh-oh, hold on. Sorry, I lost my page. I'll put the book down for one second. Uh, here we go. Page 209. It says, living in the moment. I really like that font, too. I've never used that font in any uh, any of my other books. But I need to... I need to use that font. If you uh, if you are a podcast listener who also reads my book, 
I need at least one person to either text me if you have my number or DM me or email. I need someone to just make a reminder for me to uh, use that font in my next book. <laughs> this font is amazing. On page 209, this font is amazing. And wow. And I, I didn't plan this. I didn't plan this. But that is exactly what I'm talking about when I'm referring to living in the moment. I mean, I literally just opened the page and I was able to appreciate the beauty of the font. I was able to, I believe typography is art. And, you know, obviously I, I work with words for a living as a seven time bestselling author. I just believe that words are beautiful, man. And, you know, the words, the words that you use can I mean, they can inspire people, you know, I mean, that's why you're listening to me, because uh, you think or you believe that I have the gift or ability to inspire you or motivate you or clear something up for you or heal you or maybe just entertain you. Maybe you just think I'm entertaining and I'm funny and that's cool, too, because I am. <laughs> but and if you guys are seeing like I put the book down because. I just want to be so immersed in the moment as often as possible. It's it's really hard for me right now to to take myself out of the moment because I just get so much happiness in the moment. I get so much happiness by being present. Um and I wasn't always this way. I was not always this way. It's something that I've had to learn. And it's something that, you know, I'm really proud of now that I can can say that I can do it. It, it. it used to be a, you know, a foreign concept to me. Learning how to stay in the moment has completely changed my life because now I can find beauty in anything. I can find happiness in anything. And it, it wasn't always like that for me, especially as an athlete. I had to, okay, I got to get it. I got to do this next thing. As an entrepreneur, I'm working from a scarcity perspective. Like, okay, not enough people know my business. Not enough people know what I do. And it's like, I grew up not living in the moment, not appreciating the moment. I put out seven books. I never appreciated any of it. I never had a chance to appreciate any of it, right? Because it was like a, um, okay, I got to make this work. I got to make this work mindset. So now, because Care Package was successful and I feel like it was successful, me, now I have a whole different mindset. Now I'm like, yo, you need to appreciate when you release a book, right? What I used to do is... I will put a book out. The day I put the book out, I will start writing the next book. The day I put the book out, I will start writing the next book. So where a, where a person should be uh, living in a moment and appreciating what they have, appreciating um, the accomplishment appreciating the success excuse me for one second i just need to move my camera because okay 
don't care. Actually, you took a self photo. That's not what I was trying to do. All right, guys. Thank you. Where a person should be appreciating their success and uh, uh, appreciating their hard work. You know, writing a book is not easy. And I wrote seven books. Never appreciated a single one. Never appreciated a single book. And, I mean, that's why we're here now with the Free Your Energy podcast, the Free Your Energy book. I ultimately feel as if I had to free myself from a lot of uh, mindsets, a lot of behaviors, a lot of ideas that weren't helping me anymore. I had to, I had to like free myself from it. Right. And so when I release, and I, I think I even write about this in the free energy book. When, when this book comes out, when the free energy book comes out, I will not start another book. Like I wrote on my Instagram about a month ago. I said, look, when this book comes out, I'm going to semi retire. Now, let let me clear let me clarify that let me let me clarify that so no one actually thinks i'm quitting that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is from 2012 that's when i started writing my first book okay let me even go back hold on i'm gonna give you a timeline okay 1999 name a song from 1999 Juvenile, back that ass up. I beat you to it. <laughs> Cash money records taking over for the 9-9 in the 2000. <laughs> okay. From 1999 to 2003, I was in high school. From 2004 to 2010, essentially, I was in and out of college. I was in there 95% of the time. There was only, I believe, one semester in that. No, that's not true. So from 2003 to 2008, I was in college full time. 2008-2009, I played. That's when I played arena football. From 2008-2009, I went back to college one more semester in 2009, and then I started working. So with the year now being 2009, I started working in 2000. I'm sorry, the year now is 2019. I started working in 2009. That's 10 professional years of working. So the very first uh, like business I created, because I have entrepreneurial spirit, um, like the very first business I created was I was doing club promotions in Chicago. And then I got, I mean, I did a whole bunch of little jobs, you know, a whole bunch of little jobs, just trying to get by, just trying to do what everybody does, man, just you just want to try to like establish yourself, get yourself out there. And so I was doing that, you know. So 2010 comes around. My boy Dre, he's working um he's working at a corporation in corporate America and he's like, "Hey man, I, I really think you should apply because you know, I'm making some good money." <laughs> and I know you're tired of being broke. And I'm like, "All right, bro. I'll apply. I'll apply, you know." Eh. So I end up applying. I get hired um, June 2010. So June 2010, I'm just doing sales. I mean, I'm killing it. Like I'm, I'm killing it. I'm top one percent in my company. Um, 2012 comes around, and then they're like, "Okay, well, it's time to 
consider uh you know consider you for a promotion would you you know would you like to get promoted i mean would i like to get promoted what of course <laughs> more money yes sign me up <laughs> more responsibility of course moving up the corporate ladder please <laughs> so let me take a water break i wonder if you guys could hear that on the pod let me do it again and see if you can hear it. Let's see. Hmm. Not a lot. Not really. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Hey, take a water break. Wherever you are, take a water break. We're going to be here for a little while. Get some water. Come back. So 2012, I get promoted to management, moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I mean, if I didn't do that, you wouldn't know me. If I didn't take a risk on myself... Um, and take that that opportunity, you would not know me because when I took that opportunity, that is how I found out, you know, who I am, what I can do, what I'm capable of, uh, my limits, my, my, my insecurities, uh, if I have any of my weaknesses, I definitely have some of those, uh, what, what, what I, what I need to get better at. So, I started doing YouTube in 2012. Um, now, I did a couple of videos in Chicago from 2010 to 2012. I did like four videos, but I didn't really know my direction. I wasn't really sure what I was trying to do. So I was actually doing it as, I was doing like, it was like poetry. I should see if I could find some of that. Like I'll never forget, I wrote and directed a, a, a poetry. I, I played the music for it. It was a, like a short movie. It was called, Who Is She Pretending to Be? And essentially, it was about, this was 2011, essentially, it was just about um, how I felt women, like, mask themselves, and, like, they don't really know themselves. Now, I'm keep in mind, we don't, do not take what I say out of context. I'm talking about where, what, what I was doing in 2011, and the women I knew in 2011, uh, let's see, how old was I, like, 22 or 23, those are the type of you know, women, girls, whatever you want to label that that's who I knew. So I was looking at them and I was just like very observant, like, man, why do all these, you know, 21 to 24 year old women just seem so lost? And I had actually dated this woman. I dated two women who were like over 35. They were like 38 and maybe 32, I think, actually. This is while I'm a 22 year old. And those women were just so much more like mature. And when I was in my head, just introspecting and just thinking about that, that's how I ended up writing that, that, uh, that, that very, my very first, you know, short film, uh, who was she pretending to be? So I started making the videos, 2010, 2011. I, I moved to Phoenix. I get a job in management and now I'm working on YouTube, right? I'm pumping out videos on YouTube, and I'm, I got a whiteboard in my room. I'll never forget this. I had a whiteboard in my bedroom, and, like, basically, before I came on here, I, I do what's called show notes, and I write what I'm going to talk about and what I should not talk about and what I may talk about, but essentially, it is always what I'm specifically going to talk about. So, from there... Um, I was doing YouTube and there was no Instagram at this time. There was Twitter and there was Facebook and there was 
Tumblr. I think Tumblr was popular. Uh, but I just used YouTube and Twitter. And let's actually see when Instagram came out. I think it came out in 2011. When was Instagram made? Oh, okay. It was made in 2010. It was created by Kevin and Mike Krigger and launched in October 2010 exclusively on iOS. Hmm. Interesting. It says it went from zero to one billion in two years. What? In two years. Wow. <laughs> zero to one billion in two years. So going back, so I was I was doing YouTube and I was working uh, my job. I started working on my book. So essentially everything I do now, I was doing while <laughs> while working in corporate America. So I was in management, middle management. So, I mean, I'm working 45 hours a week, got the cell phone. So essentially they're, you know, I'm in group texts and emails and the district managers contacting me. You know, you guys in corporate America know, know all about that. So, uh, I'm sitting here making decent money, young guy, good looking, <laughs> good energy, funny. <laughs> I was having a good old time, you know, I was having a good time in life. I was staying in the moment, the moment of tomorrow. I was staying in the moment of tomorrow. I never, ever stayed in the moment. I never appreciated what I was doing because I honestly spent my entire 20s working my ass off so I could kind of get to where I'm at now. So I could get to the point where when I do release Free Your Energy book, I cannot write a book. And I can sit down and I can appreciate the hard work that I put in and I can appreciate the people that I've met. And I can appreciate the, I hate the word fans. But I'm going to use it just because we understand the context of a fan. I want to appreciate my fans. You know, you guys don't see uh, all the messages I get. And not only from just people who don't know me, who come as a fan, but also people who are Friend, who were friends before they ever saw my work. People I've met in the gym. The feedback that I'm getting on the work I'm doing is unreal. It is inspiring to me. It is, it is the ultimate satisfaction and the ultimate validation. When people send me messages like, hey, you saved my life. You know, you saved my marriage. You helped my son get out of depression. You know, stuff like that, I mean, that's priceless. You can't, you can't, that's priceless. I know the cool thing on Instagram and, um, you know, everywhere, movies, magazines, is to be rich and famous. And I know that, that that's something a lot of people want. I don't want to be famous. Now, I'm not about to go ahead and speak and say I wouldn't mind being financially rich. That's like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I create it, if that's what happens, cool. But I'm grateful for the few people who know me 
get benefit out of my work. I don't care about fame. I don't care about, you know, people. Oh, look, is that Sylvester over there? Oh, my God. Look at him. Oh, oh. you know, I don't care about all of that. You know, if you see me, come say what's up, though. Like, hey, what's up, man? You know, you know, I follow your podcast or I read your book, whatever, whatever the case was. Just come say hello. I would love to. I would love to say hello back. I mean, unless we're like in the bathroom or something, that'd be weird. You know, like. If I'm at Whole Foods and I go in the bathroom and then you go in there <laughs> to like say what's up, that okay, we got to draw the line there. <laughs> that's not what that's not what I'm asking for. Okay, let's just be honest here. Don't do that, you know. But you know, you see me in the gym or something. You see me walking down Venice Beach in Cali, or you see me in uh, <laughs> what's the name of that spot I go to? Went in Wynwood in in Florida. Say hello to me, please. But truthfully, I'm at a place in my life where I kind of gave you the background to show you that I just been grinding, man. I've been working. You know, I didn't even really tell you the whole story because let me go back a little bit. 2012, I'm working my job. 2013, I'm working my job. I get promoted. Um, no, I got promoted in 2012. I moved to Phoenix in September, September 7, 2012. Uh, I worked the whole rest of the year, 2013. I'm working all of 2013. I put my first book out, The Accelerated Success is a Choice. First book. Uh, I was I was leaning more towards at first I was leaning more towards like motivational speaking, screaming at people, yelling at people, you know, the let's go. You can do this. You're amazing. Da, 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 da. I started. That's how I started. That's how I was doing all my YouTube videos. And then I realized I was like, yo, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that because. And I'm not throwing shade at any. Actually, I don't give a fuck if people interpret this as shade. I, this is my podcast. I'm going to speak my fucking mind. I don't care about motivational speakers who yell. I, I knew I couldn't do that. I knew that I couldn't do that because that wasn't sustainable. And I knew that whatever I was going to create was going to be something that I could keep for a long time. Something I could be proud of for a long time. So, yes, I will yell and I will scream and I will turn up when the energy tells me to. But I wanted to be known as a talker. I wanted to be known as a speaker. See, when you look, let's just say you're a college coach. I think I think everybody can relate to this analogy. You're a college coach. You're looking for. Someone for your basketball team. That's just, I love basketball. You're recruiting a kid, okay? Let's say that that kid can only do one, he, has, he only has one skill. He can shoot three-pointers, okay? That's it. The kid does not play defense. He does not rebound. He's not fast. He does not get steals. <laughs> I mean, but you put this, you, you pass him the ball and he's open. He's shooting the ball 48% from the corner three. He's knocking that thing down. Now, for my people who like basketball, 48% is a very high percent. Like, to put that in Steph Curry is shooting like 45% right now, and it looks like he doesn't miss. So let's just say your, your kid is shooting 48%. That's pretty good, right? You're, gonna, you're most likely going to recruit that kid. But to me... And this is just my opinion. I'm not into 
specialist. I never wanted to be a specialist when I set out to do what I'm doing. I always wanted to appear to be well-rounded and uh, like I could go into any environment, right? So I'm not your three-point shooter as a speaker. To me, the motivational speaker who just yells and screams and da 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 to me, they're that three-point shooter who they can only do that one thing. And I wanted to spend, this was crazy that I, I knew this in my 20s, but I just knew I wanted to spend a decade working on my craft, working on my speaking, working on how I speak, working on how I read. So when I go into any environment, I can be successful. Picture a player like LeBron James. I wanted to, now. I didn't. I didn't have this analogy then because I don't think he was the player he is now at that moment. But I wanted to be that player that could just. I could just do everything. I, I'm an all-around speaker. I'm an all-around speaker. You could put me in front of a bunch of athletes, and because I was an athlete, because I was a certified personal trainer, because I held my own boot camps because I also played high school collegiately and arena football. You can put me in any group of athletes, right? Because I wanted to be an educator. I wanted to be an English teacher. I understand what teachers go through. The good teachers, the teachers who really care. I understand the lack of resources that these teachers have. I understand how the school system works. I understand the standardized testing in America, in my opinion, does not actually create thinking, critical thinking individuals and in that it actually, in my opinion, creates slaves. We're all slaves to consumerism. We're all slaves to following the timeline that they give us, in my opinion. Because of my skin, I can relate to any single quote-unquote a minority group, as they call it in America. But also because of the way I speak, if there's a group of well-established business owners, white Caucasian males, or some church that is predominantly Caucasian, because I speak in a way that to them, they probably would like. I don't know. I just know I I thought about these things consciously. Also, I picture myself, that 16, 17-year-old angry, angry kid who wanted a friend, who needed guidance, who needed someone who looked like him, who understood his struggle. I knew that I could be that person. But in order for me to be able to fulfill each one of those roles and be able to go into any one of those arenas and to be able to be a speaker in any one of those arenas, I knew that I had to bust my ass. I knew that there was going to be a decade of me grinding, missing a lot of parties, losing a lot of friends. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. And it was all for the point where I'm at now, where I have my Free Your Energy podcast. My, I just feel like everything I'm doing makes perfect sense for me right now. I have the Free Your Energy podcast. 
I have the For Your Energy book coming out. I'm very happy with my career. You know, I've spoken in, what, like 55 different cities. I'll probably do about 12 to 15 this year. Very happy with my career. I don't compare myself to any other speaker or whatever. I mean, author. I don't I don't feel like I can do what they do. And I don't feel like they can do what I do. I feel like what I do is unique. I feel like I am a one of one. And I went to college to learn this stuff. And, you know, I learned a little bit in college. And then I took my, I made sure my professional career taught me skills and introduced me to people that could help me uh, along this path. Feels good to share this with you, to share a, a little of my background, you know. People don't really know because I don't I don't talk about it. I, I just I just I just do what I do, man. I don't really talk about the past and how I got here. And I think, you know, readers needed this to to hear. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy, man. It takes time creating, you know, manifesting what you want takes easy and uh, or excuse me, I'm sorry, manifesting what you want is tough. It's not easy. It took years, and I never appreciated it. But that's the point of this podcast. Uh, I never appreciated it. I never valued it. I never I never valued it. It was always, what's next? What do I need to do next? What grinding episode do I need to create next? Like, what do I need to do next? I never appreciated anything. And because of the Free Your Energy book that I've been writing, I have broken up with that. I now can appreciate. I can now appreciate what I'm doing. I can now appreciate my readers. I can I can appreciate the texture on this microphone. I can appreciate that I, I, I have a watch on. I like this shirt that I'm wearing. I was never this in tune with the moments before because I was so focused on creating to get to this moment. If that makes any sense to you. You got to let the moment take you some time, my friends. The moment just took me and I just took you guys on a trip. So I'm looking in the Free Your Energy book right now. I'm about to read you a couple of the quotes. When was the last time you turned the phone off, stayed away from social media and the news and just sat with yourself? When was the last time you turned the phone off, stayed away from social media and the news and just sat with yourself? It's important that we take time away from the phone. The phones are with us 24 seven. Some of you sleep with your phone in your bed. Some of you fall asleep scrolling. Some of you wake up and the very first thing you do is you go on your phone. It's important that we get away from the phone. The news is, come on, you know how I feel about the news. Why are you watching that? It's literally created to cause fear. To put you in a place of stress and anxiety. Don't watch the news. Promise me that you would not watch the news. You don't. You don't need the news. You don't. 
Stay in the moment. The practice of staying present will heal you. Obsessing about how the future will turn out creates anxiety. Replaying broken scenarios from the past causes anger or sadness. Stay here in this moment. I love that quote. Just handle it. Don't worry or allow yourself to stress about problems. They come, you apply attention and energy to them, and then they go away. That is actually how I feel. You don't worry, don't worry or stress about problems. They come, they always come, the problems always come. You apply attention and energy to them, and then they go away. That's how you deal with problems. The idea that you have to figure it out you have to figure out your entire life by the time you're 25 makes me laugh life just doesn't work that way stay self-aware focus on growth and just enjoy every moment I love this quote. I have learned to live in a space of gratitude, staying grateful for what I have, learning from what I have lost, and never breaking my mind by wanting to be where I am not. I was not always that way. And I am there now. Now, if you are not there and you want to get there, if I have not told you how, with the examples I gave you, I'll tell you how now. First, set your intention for exactly what you want. For me, you know what? I got an idea. Let's close with a meditation. Okay? Uh, this meditation will be all about staying in the moment. This is not going to be in the book. This is going to be coming right off the top of my head. Let me first cultivate the, the safe space for it and let me create the energy inside of me that I want to share with you. Uh, you can do this with me. I'm just going to take a couple of breaths. This is a guided meditation, so if you would like to repeat after me, you can. If you want to, just close your eyes and let me push you into this meditation, trusting that I will guide you somewhere that feels good to you and that gives you the benefits that you need. Trust me and allow me to push you into that place. Surrender to my voice. Let go. Roll your shoulders back and relax. Allow 
allow yourself to feel good. Allow yourself to feel like there is nothing wrong. Allow yourself to feel like you do not have problems. And if you do, they are manageable. Allow yourself to feel as if you have solutions for any problem that you may have. Allow yourself to feel like you are worthy of a mind that allows you to stay in the moment. Allow yourself to feel like you are worthy of a mind that allows you to stay in the moment. Allow yourself to feel like at any moment your brain fall into the abyss of creativity do not be in a rush to get these words do not be in a rush to think about anything do not be in a rush to get to the next level Do not be in a rush to tell yourself that you haven't done enough, that you're not enough, that you'll never create enough, you'll never do enough. Relax. I want you to think about something that you are proud of, that you have not thought about. And together, let's appreciate and let's value your efforts what are you proud of if you're seeing this on maybe a Instagram TV or Twitter somewhere tell me comment what are you proud of if you guys are hearing this on the podcast DM me text me email me please tell me what are you proud of I want to get a hundred messages from you guys Telling me what you're proud of. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. We don't celebrate our friends enough. We don't celebrate our kids enough. We don't celebrate our parents enough. Starting today, we will celebrate self, friends, family, and wherever else we want to extend that. Closing this meditation, I want you to think of what it will feel like to practice living in the moment a little bit more. There is no right way to do this. You don't have to do it all the day. You don't have to do it every day. 
I'm just here to help you free your energy. And it's possible that maybe you need to start trying a little more often. Maybe if it's five minutes a day, stand in the moment. I've been staying in the moment a lot more than five minutes. And it's bringing me a great deal of happiness. And I, I hope you I hope you have happiness too. And if you don't, I hope you, the next time you experience happiness, I hope you can really stay in the moment and appreciate it. I really hope to hear you laughing soon. I really hope to feel you smiling soon. My friend, this is the Free Your Energy Podcast with your host, Sylvester McNutt III. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me a chance. Thank you for giving me a voice. Thank you for giving me platform. Thank you for giving me ideas. Thank you for giving me inspiration. Thank you for reminding me that I need to be appreciative of my moments and that I, too, deserve to appreciate my hard work. And I will tell you what I'm proud of. I'm proud of the fact that I could have quit so many times. I could have given up so many times, but I didn't quit. And it wasn't because of my own strength. It was because other people kept believing in me and other people kept saying, hey, come on. You can do this. What do you need from me? I got your back. How can I help you? And I just I just want everything I do is an extension of the people who have helped me. You know, I just want to return that. I just want to return that to everyone. So if you receive anything from me, I really, really hope that you understand. One of the main reasons I'm out here is because other people looked out for me. So I'm just trying to share the little bit of knowledge Uh, A little bit of ideas A little bit of inspiration I have I just want to share it Because I'm passionate about it Free Your Energy Free Your 